What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome back to the Know Your Worth podcast. This is episode seven already. That's crazy. And I actually already recorded this in video form, um, but I was having trouble editing it. So I'm going to redo it and then I might just upload the other video to YouTube because I'm planning on just uploading all the new podcast uh, episodes to YouTube so that you guys can see them on there and actually get to see us in person. And I think that'll be more interactive and that'll be cool. And then when I do start to bring on guests, or if I go on other people's podcasts, I will throw those onto the YouTube channel as well. Um, but getting into today's topic, well, first off, I just want to say I hope everyone's doing well. Um, obviously, everything's still pretty crazy in our world, and who knows where it's going to be going. You know, everyone seems like they have an answer, or they know what's going to happen, or they know what direction we're going in, and then things just change on a snap of a finger. So <laughs> I don't think anyone really knows. Um but as I always state, just make sure you are happy. Like internally, don't focus on the external factors. Focus on your joy, how you can improve every single day, things that make you happy, things that give you fulfillment, and just care for others and give them love. People need it more now than ever. Um, as if our world wasn't already fucked up enough before COVID started, now it's 10 times worse. So <laughs> just be loving and caring and have a lot of empathy and sympathy for people because it's much appreciated. I know it is for me. And I know giving it to others, um, they appreciate it as well. So with that out of the way, today's subject is going to be about school, entrepreneurship, um, college in specific at some point in the in the video, we'll talk about that. And um, my personal goals as well as what I believe in, in terms of schooling and entrepreneurship and business and et cetera, et cetera. So the question I get most often is, I get this every single time I go live on TikTok, on Instagram. Um, I get a question in my videos. Uh, people will DM me, what what school do you go to? What are you studying? Because everyone wants to know how in the information that I know, how I got perspective on the things I got perspective on. And my answer to you is simple. It was not from college. Nothing that I teach, uh, I don't even like to say teach, nothing that I preach None of the content that I put out did I learn in school. Almost none of it. None of it. I learned it from the mentors I had in my life, my virtual mentors that I have, which, you know, virtual mentor meaning uh, my mentors online, like Tony Robbins, Ed Milet, Tom Bilyeu, Gary Vaynerchuk, people of that nature. Learned it from them. I learned it from reading. I learned it from podcasts. I learned it from self-help, like literally <laughs> almost 90 9% of it, I would say, I learned from that source, not school. And I just want to preface this by saying I'm not putting school down. I think for a lot of people, school is a good thing. You know, if you're someone that has trouble staying structured, if you're someone that has trouble, um, not necessarily being independent, but, you know, being in that classroom setting where you have other people, you're able to interact, like you, you love that atmosphere, by all means, go to school. If you got a scholarship and you love schooling and you know what you want to do and you feel like you'll be happy and you'll be fulfilled in that, go do it. My point is just to say, I don't like when people go to school for no reason. You know, they do it to please their parents, even though they have no, no connection to it. They could care less. A lot of kids do it just because they they know they can stay in their parents' house. They know that they'll have the food, the structure, the money, the, you know, all those things are provided for them as long as they stay in school. So for a lot of parents, they kind of incentivize and say, if you go to school, we'll take care of you until you're done. At that point, you can get a degree 
um, get a job, pay off all your debt, and then you'll <laughs> whatever the case may be. But anyways, so my point is, I just want people to be happy. Okay, so I'm just gonna share my perspective. But if you love school, go fucking do it. There's nothing wrong with it. All I care about is people's happiness. So do what makes you happy. Do what makes you fulfilled. And if you find joy in going to school or having the job, go do it, man. I'm not putting you down. Um, but people ask me this question, so I'm gonna answer for you. And my simple answer is, I'm not going to school anymore. Um, I used to go to school. I received a scholarship for basketball, as most of you know. Uh, I went up to North Dakota. I played there. Uh, prior to that, I did go to school in Utah for a little bit, um, just doing generals. And then when I went to North Dakota, I was finishing my generals, focusing on, you know, kind of more business stuff. Um, I took microeconomics, macroeconomics. I've taken accounting. I've taken marketing. I've taken um, quite a few business classes. So that was always my passion. And I thought that taking those classes in school would teach me everything that I need to know about running a business, how to be an entrepreneur, how to market, how to network. Didn't learn a damn thing. You know, you might learn the basics, but the biggest problem with school for me is most teachers, let me preface this, okay, because I don't want everyone coming in my comments or DMing me. Most teachers have never done what they're teaching. They learned it from a book. And that's not going to get you anywhere in life, right? Because if you haven't been in those situations, you're not going to know how to overcome obstacles. You're not going to know how to get up when you fail. And you're not going to know just what's going to come up, right? If you've never lived it. Just because you learn it from a book doesn't mean you're an expert, right? I could go, <laughs> I could go read a thousand things about Nikola Tesla and I wouldn't know a damn thing about how to run a freaking... Uh, what is the hell does he call it? Uh, coil field, right? I would have no idea. I wouldn't know what I'm doing. Um, so just because you read something and just because you learn something from a book does not make you an expert. It does not make you educated enough to teach someone about it. And there are some great teachers out there. I've had some myself where they're actually out doing the work and they have perspective. They have um, connections. They have experience in that field, which is awesome. Those are the teachers that I love to have because I felt like I could ask them real situational stuff. Um, so that's my problem with teachers and teachers are amazing people like they're there to serve a purpose i have teachers in my family and i give them so much respect because for one they're underpaid um and two they really shape a lot of kids lives for the better they're there to almost be that mother figure or father figure or whatever the figure you may need in your life it oftentimes comes from your teachers i remember having teachers in my life that were definitely you know a father figure or someone that i could look up to almost like a brother and I appreciated that so much. And you're doing that for hundreds of kids, some of them thousands of kids. So it's really cool and it's underappreciated. So I just want to say, I'm not trying to put teachers down. I'm just saying a lot of them aren't educated enough properly, rather, in life situations to be teaching what they're teaching. Um, doesn't mean they're not smart. Doesn't mean they're, you know, they don't know what they're talking about. But point being, um, I'd rather learn from someone that's actually gone out and done it. So. Uh, that's one of my biggest problems with school. My second biggest problem is in school, we're taught situational things. So we're taught what to think and not how to think, if that makes sense. So it's very structured from the time we're young, right? We're almost put in this box and everyone has this curriculum they need to learn. Well, here's the problem with that. A lot of kids don't learn the same way. A lot of kids have different passions and a lot of kids are more talented from birth at different things. So 
me personally, what I want to do is reform the education system. So I want kids from a young age to be able to, you know, us as, as teachers or parents or whatever we decide to do at that point is see what these kids are really talented at and what they have a passion for and kind of push them towards that, uh, that direction, excuse me, rather than saying, okay, you need to take this math class, you take this English class, you take this, you know, rather than doing that, put them in the direction or the trajectory where they're going to excel and they're going to be really good and they're going to have a lot of fun. Um, because if you stick a kid in a math class that ha- that ki- some kids just fundamentally, I was one of them, are really, really bad at learning a subject. Like it just does not click. No matter the amount of time you study, no matter how many courses you take, no matter how many times you sit down with your teacher, it's just some things just do not click in people's heads. That was math for me. And after I finished, I think it was, uh, I want to say it was 11th grade math. I was like, okay, when am I ever going to use this math? To this point, I haven't, and I don't think that I ever will. And if you're going to be an engineer or whatever the case may be, obviously you need the math. But point being, I want to push kids in the direction where they feel they're really good, you know, and it's, it's not even most times going to be the kids that are going to know it at a young age. It's going to be the people observing. They're going to go, okay, this kid's really keen on psychology. Like he's really good at talking to their kids. He knows how people interact. Like he knows how to respond to certain situations. That's cool. We should push him in that direction. Um, I know China does this a little bit. Um, Obviously, they're still working with it. And the problem with the way China does it is their parents are so hard on their kids that, you know, they'll they'll excel them and they'll push them in that direction that they're really good. But to a degree that the kids, you know, end up hating it. Yao Ming is a really good example. If any of you know him or follow him, he was a basketball player in the NBA. Seven foot six. But in China, you know, they knew he, he was basically bred to be tall. Like they took... The two of the biggest people in China and basically made them, they didn't have sex, but I think it was a donation of sperm. They had Yao Ming and, uh, you know, of course he was gigantic, but from a very young age, he was basically just put through these basketball camps, um, put on teams where he was just pushed so hard and he hated it. He got to a point where he just didn't love it anymore. And, you know, I think he kind of found that love back at some point. But so that's the, the part where I think China isn't doing it correctly. Um, they're kind of making kids fall out of their passions by pushing them so hard at it. You know, if it's something someone's passionate about, they'll find the love for it themselves. And I feel like they'll want to push and they'll want to excel on their own. They won't need anyone to do that for them. Um, so that's what I want to do overall for our education system. So the second biggest problem, like I said, is we're taught, you know, what to think and not how to think. So we're taught situational things. So when you get thrown out into the world... Um, after school, a lot of kids don't know how to write a check. They don't know how to file their taxes. They don't know what a W-2 is. They don't know what um, APR is on a car They don't or anything. They don't know anything about real estate. They don't know anything about how to rent a, a house, an apartment. They don't know any of those things uh, because they're not taught it. And even if they are taught it, they're taught it either in a way that's uh, – <laughs> how do I say this nicely? Again, it's almost like by the book and a lot of things change in those fields. So you have to be able to adapt. So a lot of people just have to figure that stuff out as soon as they get out of school and they're like, why was I not taught this? And again, it's because we're taught what to think, not how to think. We're not taught life things. We're taught situational things. So that's my second biggest problem. Uh, My third biggest problem is kind of just like society's plan. So let me just lay it out for you. Society says you should go to school, get a degree, get a job, get yourself in debt, Um, So you're required to work for somebody uh, your whole life. You have to work. 
you're basically a human resource. And you know, I hate to tell you guys this for the people that don't believe this, but society does it on purpose. It's the whole reason we have businesses and companies and the infrastructure is there for people to work. It's what society wants you to do. They want you to go get in debt. Um, and I'm not going to touch on that too much. You can do your own research on that. Um, but for me, what I would rather do is have the struggle of hustling for 5, 10, 15 years and then finally having it pay off and be able to do what I want, when I want, how I want, with who I want. In other words, entrepreneurship. And something I've always been passionate about. And I just want to preface this by saying, you know, a lot of people are not meant for entrepreneurship. I've even had my own struggles two years in. I really, really have. It's not easy. You're alone all the time. It's extremely hard. You're going to eat shit most days. You're not going to be winning. You have to be able to take loss after loss after loss after loss after loss. And I'm still going through that. And eventually, if you pursue and you push, you will have it pay off. So for me, that's what I would rather do because this life is a risk no matter what. No matter what you do, this life is a risk. So for me, I'd rather take a risk at my dreams than take a risk at someone else's dreams. I'm going to put that on a quote somewhere because that was good. But uh, I just, you know, I don't want to go to work for someone else's dreams, someone else's company, someone else's business when I know I can do those things for myself. But like I said, entrepreneurship is not for everyone. If you enjoy going to work and you feel like, you can be the best at your job and you love that, that's great. What I would tell you is if you can take the skills from entrepreneurship and apply those to your job, that's even better. Um, Because just working that job, if you want to be someone that's financially free, make a lot of money, level up, um, you need to have ownership or equity in something, even if you're going to work in that company, right? So maybe you have a certain amount of... uh, shares in a company that you're working for and you can put that to the side that way you can when you retire you have enough money um, or you own equity in the company so when they sell it you get a certain portion of it that's a really really big deal and um, you know I don't like pushing entrepreneurship on people it's not like I said it's not something that most people are meant to do but if it's something you're passionate for which I this is my point in this whole thing It's something I've always been passionate about. Since I was like eight years old, I used to go door to door. Um, I sold art kits. I would do lawn care. I would do shoveling. I would do um, cookie dough sales. That was more for school. I used to play a game called Bigger and Better. I did lemonade stands. And then as I got older, I did more and more things. Um, You know, I started a basketball business, which I've recently phased out a little bit. Um, I did some real estate stuff. I've worked with other brands, so I'm and I'm you know I'm getting more and more into uh, investing in real estate, investing in the stock market, investing into other smaller businesses, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to go into everything that I'm going to be doing, but that's what I love. My point is just like that's what I love. I have a passion for it. I have a joy for it. I do not have a passion for school, and I know I will tell you with 100% confidence, and I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. I'm going to be successful in entrepreneurship, whether that be through real estate, whether that be through me starting my own company. I'm going to do it all. I just know that. And for me, I want to be a life coach. Um, I want to do motivational speeches. I want to help others in every single way that I can. And I'll state it again. I feel like my purpose in this world is to free others from concern, whether that be from making them laugh, whether that be, you know, being the light in their darkness. When they're at their deepest times, they can look at me and go, holy shit, I feel better now. And getting that feedback from just TikTok is amazing for me. You know, I feel like that's what I was put on this earth to do. 
And I've been told that from a lot of people and I didn't realize it until I got older, even more recently, like in the past two months, how much of an impact I'm having on people's lives. Like I've been told from people, I've had people reach out to me about, you know, the fact they're suicidal and I don't feel like I'm equipped to answer those questions for them. I will do everything that I can from what I've learned uh, just psychologically about how to deal with depression, how to deal with stress, how to deal with anxiety, how to deal with suicidal thoughts. But ultimately, I'm going to push you to professional help, obviously. But the fact that people feel the comfortability to reach out to me and say, you know, I'm feeling suicidal, what should I do? That tells me that they trust me or something has resonated with them to a point where whatever I say is going to help them get out of that. That's what I want out of life. I don't want anyone to be suicidal. I don't want anyone to be depressed. But it's going to happen due to the, the way that we live in our society. We're so focused on external factors. We're not focused on internal factors, which are how we should fuel ourselves, how we should fuel our mind. You know, what are the pillars to success? Those are the things that are going to push us towards joy and fulfillment and happiness, internal happiness, not external happiness. 70% of the United States is supposed to be on prescribed medication. So clearly the external focus is not working very well. But I'm getting off topic. I don't want to get too much into that. But I just want to share those statistics with you. I think they're fun. As sad as they may be. But it's real shit. Um, but yeah, like I said, entrepreneurship, I, I know I'm going to be successful in it. Because I'm going to push myself no matter what. I will never quit. I will never give up. And I'm just ultra fucking competitive. Sorry for my language. But I am ultra competitive in whatever I'm doing. I hate being last. I hate being second. I hate being third. I will do everything I can to be first. And I don't like the philosophy of you need to bring everyone down on the way up. I think it's the complete opposite. I feel like success is a scorecard for how many people you help in your life. So I want to help as many people get to the top as I can. But just know I'm going to kick your ass. Like I'm going to be above you. And because I have that mentality, I know I'll be successful. But also my daily habits, I, I just do things that successful people are that they do. You know, I've learned it. And those little habits lead to big wins if you stay consistent with them. And uh, I can share some of those with you guys if you want. And I've made a brief video on it. But yeah, that's just me personally. Like I said, that's what makes me happy. You don't have to agree with it. I could care less. Like I'm just telling you what I'm going to do. And I hope, you know, for the people that feel lost, they feel like they don't know what they want to do. They're not sure if they want to go to college. If you have that drive and that passion, you can do whatever you want to. No one can tell you you can't be successful in something. I've been told in my entire life, Dante, you can't do this. Dante, you can't play college basketball. I got cut in high school. I was the only person out of that entire high school to go and play college sports, well, college basketball, out of anyone at that school. I didn't play there. I didn't play in high school. I worked my ass off to get there. And I bring that to everything that I do. I will outwork you in every single aspect of whatever I'm passionate about, whatever I love, and whatever I know I need to do. And you guys have got to have that attitude. You really do, especially if you're not going to go to school. What are you going to do? Right. I'm not going to go to school. So are you going to go work at McDonald's? Are you going to go work? <laughs> are you going to work towards your dream, your passion? Are you going to go and get a job where you're not making very much money, but you have a whole lot of time on the side? So you know that you can feel yourself for your side gig or your small business or your big business, whatever it may be. Um, I feel like it's also important to taste a lot of different things when you're young. I learned this from Gary Vaynerchuk. I'll give him credit. He said, um, you know, when you're young, you can take a lot of risk because you don't have a family. You don't have most of the time. You don't have a wife. You don't have to support a whole bunch of people. You can afford to take the losses early. So it's important that you taste a whole bunch of different shit so that you know what you want to do because some people really don't know. 
and you'll find it through that. And it's experiences. You know, on the other side of failure is you and a better version, right? And that's why very successful people, they push failure. They push um, the fact that you need to get uncomfortable. And on the other side, you'll become a much greater version of yourself. You'll become a much more gracious person, a much more successful person, um, both mentally and financially. So that's what I love. That's, you know, my simple, not so simple answer to people when they ask why I don't go to school. Cause I'm, I, it's hard for me to answer that question on a live because I have to go deeper than just saying, you know, I don't agree with school because it's, it's so much more than that. Um, but just to kind of go off of that, I just want to tell people real quick for people that don't know anything about finances or money or, um, you know, longevity for money. This is the stuff I study. So this is what I love. So I'm going to share some things with you real quick. The first thing I want people to understand is the fact that you are never going to earn your way to financial freedom. Um, you, it's not possible. You don't have any compound interest. So for someone, even if you earn $10 million a year, your time broke, which means you're broke, right? If you don't have time and money, you're broke. So you could be making $10 million a year, but if you're working 110 hours a week and you don't have any time with your family or your wife or your or whoever, you don't have time to focus on yourself and your mental health and your physical health, you're broke, man. You're not going to be happy. You're not going to be fulfilled. And it's just, I've learned that from people that are extremely financially successful. I've learned that from multimillionaires. And they know a whole lot more than we do when it comes to finances because they've lived it and they've been through it, which is my point. They've done it. The people that are teaching you this shit, they haven't. So they can't tell you. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. So just understand you can't earn your way to financial freedom, right? You've got to have passive income. So money when you sleep. You've got to have money coming in when you sleep. Or you've got to have your money compounding somewhere, whether that be the stock market or whatever avenue you decide to take. Um, real estate, great example. Most wealthy people I've ever met, most wealthy people I know have either done it from real estate. That's where they ultimately made their wealth, whether it was in the, in the crash in 2008 um, or whatever the case was, but they've made their money through real estate in some form. Um, so that's, I, I'd implore people to employ, implore, whatever you want to call, uh, I implore people to study that stuff and understand how the wealthy become wealthy and how they stay wealthy and how you can make your money. There's so many different avenues, especially in 2020 of how to make your money. So if you're not making money in 2020, or 2025 or 2030 or 2040, that's on you. Cause there's so many opportunities. You can learn anything you want to on the internet nowadays. Um, it's actually crazy. You know, I think if we were born 60 years ago, we'd have a much greater appreciation for it. And I'm sure if you were to go up and ask your grandparents, even your parents, how lucky we are to have our resources that we have today, they would say, holy shit, it's incredible. I know my mom tells me all the time <laughs> how fortunate we are. But uh, my main point in that is you can't earn your way to financial freedom. So you need to diversify your money and um, understand where your money's going, how it's compounding, at what rate, the fees you're paying, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so yeah, that's the reason I don't go to school. I hope that helps a lot of people out. Um, if you have questions, please DM me. You know, I'm happy to answer anything um, that you guys want answered. Like, I don't know everything, but I just have my perspective and I know what's true to me. And like I said, I just want people to be happy. So if you still want to school, go to school and you disagree with this podcast, I'm not putting you down for it. I love you. Like, go do it. If it makes you happy, do it. Um, to end this, I just want to answer a couple questions. One of them I got on um, Instagram. It was from Samantha Young. Hi, Samantha. She said, how are you not a life coach? <laughs> 
Um, good question. Um, I will be, like I just said, I will be a life coach. I will do live events. I will be the best, if not one of the best in the world. I'm just going to tell you that now. Um, I say that with the utmost confidence because I know I'm going to put the work in to get there. Simply put, and I'm putting it out there to you guys so that you know, and you can hold me accountable. I will be one of the best life coaches, if not the best life coach in the world. And I truly believe that. So Samantha, just wait on it. That's your answer. (laughs) I'm working on it. Uh, second one was, so this one was just from a lot of people on TikTok. They said, does your meditation really help? So I just posted my day in the life or like a vlog video and I showed uh, me meditating. Everyone thought I was napping, but, uh, (laughs) for those of you that don't meditate, uh, it's important to keep your spine, um, elongated. I believe that's the word, um, elongated or sitting up and keeping your spine elongated. So for me, I like to lay down for the first part of my meditation and then I'll actually flip over, um, onto my stomach. And I'll just explain to you guys how I meditate really quickly because I've tried some different forms, but what I do now I really like. So for the first uh, little bit, I'll lay down on my back and I just like to take some deep breaths. So I'll take 10 deep breaths, breathing through my nose, on my mouth, and they're slow and controlled. Um, and then after that, I like to focus on mind and muscle connection. So I actually start to uh, move my fingers and my toes And then I'll start to constrict my muscles and just focus on where that energy is coming from so that I can really tap into that mind and muscle connection. And then after that, I will kind of just ease my mind for a second, if that makes sense. I'll just try and think of nothing. And then I'll say three things that I'm grateful for. And I like to do smaller things um, because like I always state, the smaller things are what's really going to give you appreciation out of life if you can appreciate those little things. So I'll just say, you know, I appreciate the fact that I have all 10 of my, of my, lit, or, uh, my fingers or my toes. Um, I appreciate the fact that these sheets feel amazing. Um, I appreciate the fact that I have loving and caring people in my life. Um, I appreciate the fact that I'm able to have an impact on this world at such a young age. Things like that. You know, doesn't, if you want it to be bigger things, by all means, do what you want to do. And then sometimes after that, I don't always do this, but I like to send energy to people. So people in my life that are struggling or I know need help, I'll just try and send them some positive energy and just let them know I love them and I care about them. And then I will actually flip onto my stomach after that and uh, to clear my mind for a second. And then I'll do some positive affirmations. Um, and I can just share a few with you. One of my biggest ones is um, I'm a master of my emotions. I am able to change states at any rate when I want to. No one else is in control of what I say, what I do, what I feel. Um, and I can rapidly change my feelings like that. That's one of my biggest ones, but I do probably a set of like 10 to 15 of those and you can come up with your own. But, um, you know, what we tell ourselves is what we're going to get. The questions we ask ourselves, we're going to find the answers to. So I like to say those positive affirmations and there's another word for it that Tony Robbins uses. I can't remember what it is, but instead of affirmations, he says something else, but you get the point. And then, um, after that, what I like to do is just visualize, um, my future. So usually I'll do it like 10 years from now. I'll just visualize how I want my life to be, um, where I see myself, wife, kids, dogs, living in Park City, Utah. Um, I'm putting this out there to you guys. Jeez, I'm exposing myself. But anyways, I'll visualize for probably mm, two to five minutes. And then after that, I'll just tell myself I love myself. I'm proud of myself. And uh, basically to have an amazing day. And then something I just recently implemented was... If I were to die tomorrow, how would I want to live my life today? Because I think that really makes you graceful and it helps you appreciate, again, the little things in your life. And when you ask yourself that, really tap into it and say, 
you know, what would I appreciate? And just take a second and go, okay, well, as I'm going through my daily routine and as I'm interacting with people, how much more appreciation could I show them? How much more love could I give to people? How much more care could I give to people? And it will really change your mindset. You know, I know for me, when I don't meditate, I don't feel near as good. And now I meditate every morning, but it really, really changes your mental state and your physical state. But yes, to answer your question, (laughs) meditation really does help. I think you need to learn a form that works for you because there's a lot of meditations out there that are just like, you know, it may work for some people, but you might not really jive with it. I came up with my own and I've done other ones before, but this is just what works for me. I've just kind of taken bits and pieces. So if you guys want to try that, by all means, try it out. I'd be happy to get your feedback on it. And if you guys want more info like that, you know, I can share with you my daily routines and the stuff that I do and, you know, anything to help you guys. That's what helps me. So, um, I love you guys. And I really, really hope that this helped for all the people that are confused about school, don't know what they want to do. And the people that ask me constantly what I got my degree and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I hope that this can just help one of you realize that you're not doing what you love. And you need to make some changes. That's all that matters to me. Um, And like I said, I just want people to be happy. That's my ultimate goal with everything that I do. I just want to push happiness, um, push fulfillment, push joy, push internal focus, push mental health. I just want people to be loving and caring and sympathetic and empathetic and love each other. So whatever makes you happy, please go do it. I love you guys. Know your worth.